game is done. Hey, everybody loves Tim K. Let me hear you. Time for Dodger Talk. If you ready for the brand new thing, let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. Tim Cates is great. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit Tankless Made Simple. And by Chevrolet. Find new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, Tim Cates. Ten in a row for the Los Angeles Dodgers as they win again. They beat the Minnesota Twins tonight out of the ravine, 8-5. to five. Hi, everybody. Tim Cates, welcome to Dodger Talk here on AM570 LA Sports. Our phone number, 866-987-2570, 866-987-2570. Jump on board. Let's talk some Dodgers baseball and a lot to get to as the Dodgers sweep the Minnesota Twins. David Price gets the win in relief. Michael Fulmer gets the loss. The Dodgers tonight with some timely hitting to come back. Some great bullpen pitching tonight, as always. Alex Vesia, well, little command issue in the fifth inning, but was able to get out of it without giving up a run. David Price, a one, two, three, sixth inning. What can you say about Evan Phillips tonight? He pitched one inning in relief, but what a big inning it was for Evan Phillips, who got back-to-back strikeouts of Carlos Correa and Jorge Polanco. Um, Chris Martin had a perfect eighth inning as far as not giving up a run. Craig Kimbrell would give up a run on a wild pitch after giving up a two-out double and then a base hit and a wild pitch. The Twins would get a run back in the ninth, but the Dodgers get the win 8-5. to five. Tonight, the Dodgers' bullpen was big. Tonight, the Dodgers with three home runs from Joey Gallo, Chris Taylor, and Max Muncy. Three guys you wouldn't expect it to hit home runs, but they did. And around those home runs, the Dodgers get some clutch hitting from Trey Turner and an RBI single in the fifth inning. Will Smith then capitalized after that with an RBI double to tie the game. The Dodgers with uh, a couple of runs in the fifth inning to retie the game at four after falling behind in the fifth inning on a Gary Sanchez home run. The Dodgers tonight get the win 8-5 to five over the Minnesota Twins as they continue to extend their lead in the division. Tonight it remains at 16, but they're now 44 games over 500 at 77-33 and 33 on this season. They've won 10 in a row, and the Dodgers since the All-Star break 17 and 3 is their record. Unbelievable. No doubt about it. 866-987-2570 is the number 866-987-2570 if you want to jump on board want to hear from you. The Dodgers with the win tonight have the best record in all of baseball and they continue to show that they're going to be a team to reckon with down the stretch and you keep in mind how they're doing this. They're doing it with tonight Great bullpen work. Picking up for Ryan Pepio, who was getting the start because of Clayton Kershaw being on the IL. So what does Pepio do? He goes out there, you know, walks that tightrope with a leadoff double in the first, able to get out of it. A leadoff single in the second, able to get out of it. A leadoff walk in the third, turns up, he gives up a home run to Polanco, a three-run shot in the third. That was costly. The fourth inning, he gets out of it with the double play. He keeps the Dodgers in the game. After they give him a 2-0 lead, they fall behind 4-2. But he he keeps them in the game, hands it over to the bullpen, and the guys put up zeros until the ninth inning when Craig Kimbrell gave up the the one run. The Dodgers offense, you know they're going to come together and get hits and put together a crooked number on a scoreboard. And tonight, they didn't do it. 
but they put together two runs in the fifth to tie the game. Chris Taylor, a two-out, two-strike home run in the sixth inning. And then Joey Gallo, of all guys. Joey Gallo, who got basically kicked out of New York and traded to the Dodgers at the deadline. A three-run home run, his 13th of the season, his first with the Dodgers. And if you don't know what happened to Joey Gallo in New York, well, certainly his offensive production has not been at what has it's not been what it's been in the last couple of years. There's there's no secret that he has struggled offensively. And so much so, he talked about it in his final day in New York before getting traded to the Dodgers at the deadline on August 2nd. Joey Gallo talked about his struggles in New York and how the fans were getting after him. The fans would boo him on the field. He could not go out in the streets in New York because of the fans. Basically had to stay inside his apartment the entire time when he wasn't playing for the Yankees. Joey Gallo had it tough. He needed a fresh start. He had to get out of New York. And the Dodgers, as they've done with so many players, see what they can make out of something, see the talent, see where they can tweak things. And with Joey Gallo, they've been really working on his swing. Him and Max Muncy have been getting a lot of extra work. Muncy starting to turn things around. Joey Gallo tonight, a pinch hit, three-run home run. And you heard from him in the postgame show, the clubhouse show, Hopefully, it's the start of something big for him. Hopefully, it's the start of something where he can get it going offensively, whether he's coming off the bench or getting starts in left field, that Joey Gallo offensively can start getting hot here as we get into the middle of August and go down the stretch here the final seven weeks of this season. 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570. We'll get out to the phones in a second, but I tweeted it at, at Tim Cates. If you follow me on Twitter, if you don't, it's there at Tim Cates, at T-I-M-C-A-T-E-S. And it's a breakdown on the MLB network from Mark DeRosa, former MLB player, now analyst on the MLB network. And it's a six-minute breakdown of the Dodgers. And he really goes in-depth with this giant screen behind him and talking about the Dodgers' offense, their defense, starting pitching, breaks down the numbers. I mean, it's really it's an in-depth six-minute breakdown of the Dodgers on MLB Network, and it just came out today. Part of it was looking at Max Muncy and his swing, and Max Muncy and what he's now doing with his back left foot as a left-handed hitter, his back left foot, and as he be, before he starts his stride, and before he starts to to move his hands and get into that explosion to to drive through the ball, his left foot he takes a quick step backwards. It's a quick little little step back, and then he gets the lever going with his right foot, barrel through the zone. It's a thing of beauty. And whatever it was, it's just helping his timing, helping him get in his body and his hands and his weight all in the right position as he comes through with his swing. It's a really thing of beauty to watch. And I tweeted it out at Tim Cates. Just give it a view. I cut it down to the last 30 seconds over the – Mark DeRosa really just examines Max Muncy's swing, and it's something that Mark DeRosa saw in Max Muncy in the last couple weeks and what he's changed in his approach in his swing. It's just a little step with his left foot. And again, it's just a timing thing. It's to get the the body moving, getting the lower half working, and and getting started through the zone with your hands. And it's helped. I mean, it's, it's, it's Max Muncy in the month of October hitting 385 back-to-back home runs. Certainly left that game tonight with that sore right hand. You hope it's just a, a soreness and he's you know able to come back on Friday and be in the lineup for the Dodgers. Came out of the game tonight because he wasn't able to hold the bat. X-rays were negative, thankfully. 
But hopefully it's something in the next 48 hours he can be right, get back out there, and continue what he's been doing the last two weeks. And Rick Monday's talked about it. David Vassanian talked about it in the pregame. Rick Monday talked about it um, going back to the last road trip when they were in Colorado. He's starting to see some different swings and some better swings from um, Max Muncy. And maybe it didn't translate right away, but it has certainly translated in the series after that, the series in San Francisco. Started to see him take better swings on this homestand, no doubt, with now back-to-back home runs against the Minnesota Twins. Um, good things starting to happen now. Good things starting to happen for Max Muncy. And again, I, I encourage you to watch uh, at Tim Cates on Twitter. I cut that 30 seconds out of the Mark DeRosa breakdown on the MLB Network. It's really fascinating to see the video the slow-mo, the different angles, and what he's doing with his left foot and reloading and launching at the plate. It's really an interesting breakdown. And even if you're not a baseball geek or just you know a, a, a baseball fan and want to see what we're talking about, it's, it's interesting to see just the shift in weight a little bit to the back left foot, and then he starts his kick. Hands through the zone, explodes for a home run. It's, it's really a cool thing to see, again, at Tim Cates. On Twitter. All right, let's go out to the phones. Jose Moda is going to join us here in a couple of minutes. Let's go to Jeff, who's been waiting patiently. He was at the game tonight. Hey, Jeff, did you get your Freddie Freeman bobblehead? Oh, of course we did. We got nice. there early to make sure we got nice. it. Nice. Uh, yeah, great game. Yeah, yeah, great game tonight. You know, very exciting. Gallo, a lot of talk about him and his home run. Muncie heating up. But I wanted to talk about the Chris Taylor home run and uh, mention a name that hasn't really been talked about, and that's Justin Turner. Okay. He, uh, he struck out, uh, you know, right before that, about two batters before Chris Taylor, but as he's walking back to the dugout, he actually stops and says something to him for about 20 to 30 seconds. He's sitting really? there talking to him, and you know, lo and behold, Chris Taylor comes up and uh, hits a home run on the O2 uh, hanging breaking ball. And you know, that's just the kind of leadership and veteran that we need on the team moving forward. You know, his name didn't really pop up tonight. Not a great game, but those are the little things that really matter. And uh, really, when we get to October, is going to be a big difference, I think, too. Well, Justin Turner had a base hit tonight. Justin Turner. Um, with the double, it went one for four, and I appreciate the phone call, Jeff. Justin Turner, David Vassay's talked about it. Justin Turner's been a guy who's been in the corner of Cody Bellinger and helping him with his swing and being a, an additional hitting coach, if you will, on this Dodgers team the last few weeks with Cody Bellinger, and that's that's great to hear. That's something you can't see if you're not at the game is the little you know communication back and forth with a guy who you know just makes it out in the game and the guy who's on deck, Chris Taylor. Give him some information, kind of feeding him. What what do we see? Because this is a Minnesota Twins team. You, you don't see a lot of these guys uh, unless you've played in the American League, and there hasn't been a lot of interleague play between these two franchises. So the Dodgers haven't seen the reliever Fulmer a lot. And Justin Turner grounded out to start that bottom half of the sixth inning. And as our, the caller mentioned on his way back, Gavin Lux was up to bat. Chris Taylor was then on deck, giving him a little information, kind of maybe telling him what to expect, what to see. Um Justin Turner saw all sliders in that at bat, by the way. And then Chris Taylor, slider, slider, 0-2, a curveball over the middle of the plate, and he crushed it 403 feet for that solo home run. And that was a big one with two outs, tie game. You know, you have the momentum from an inning to go in which you make two great defensive plays. Before that, the Dodgers with two runs in the fifth to tie the game on the Will Smith double and the Trey Turner RBI single. Momentum clearly with the Dodgers. And they kept that going with the Chris Taylor home run. And as the caller brought up, Justin Turner doing a little coaching there, a little uh, assistant hitting coaching as well, 
helping out Chris Taylor, and it proved to be big as Chris Taylor hits the home run, give the Dodgers the lead. And then Joey Gallo, the big three-run home run in the bottom half of the seventh inning to extend the Dodgers' lead, and they go on to win it by final of 8-5. to five. Kobe is leaving Dodgers Stadium. Hopefully you got your bobblehead as well, Kobe. Of course I did. Nice. I was there by 6 p.m. to make sure that I did. Nice. I wanted to talk about – I was at the game tonight. I wanted to talk about two things. One was – just the crowds. I mean, I'm just wondering, you know, you go to Dodger Stadium, a, a team comes in from Minnesota, and on a Wednesday night, a stadium rocking of over 50,000 people night after night. And I'm just wondering, you know, is that intimidating for a team to come into every single night, especially when they're not used to experiencing that? So that's one thing. And the other thing is I just wanted to comment, because I haven't called in for a while, on the unbelievable, consistent excellence of Trey Turner. And the reason I mention that is we all know he's a free agent at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And just wondering, I mean, I'm scared that we're not going to sign him to a long-term deal like he deserves. And I'm I just wondering if you guys have any information on where those negotiations are. Well, if they're talking, it's pretty quiet behind the scenes. I appreciate it, Kobe. And, you know, Trey Turner is a guy who, who was asked about it in spring t- training and didn't cut it off there. Wasn't saying, hey, I'm done now. I'm not going to talk about it. It's just hasn't been brought up, and Trey's a very quiet guy, kind of goes about his business very business-like, and is out there every day. We talk about what him and, and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman do, um, going out there, playing every day, being in the lineup, not taking a day off. I mean, you look at what Trey Turner means to this Dodgers offense, it, you know, the top half of that lineup in the number two spot, Betts, Turner, Freeman. You know, those three guys have been so instrumental in this Dodgers team clicking offensively. Trey Turner... You know, the guy's a hit machine tonight, two for four. He's got the RBI single. And then you look at what he does overall. I mean, Trey Turner tonight, couple in a couple more hits. Trey Turner, 138, tied with Freddie Freeman. Both Dodgers for the most hits in the major leagues ahead of Austin Riley and Paul Goldschmidt of the Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals. So I would love to see Trey Turner back in a Dodger uniform. I think that's something to worry about at the end of this season. I think this is a Dodgers team. With a big lead in the division, 77 wins, on pace to break the franchise record for most wins in a season. But that's great and all. I'm worried about October. I, I want this Dodgers team to not only do big things here in the regular season, put up numbers, get healthy, and most importantly, get healthy in August and September for October and be ready to go into October clicking, healthy, and ready to go to win a World Series championship. You have best record in baseball. You have home field throughout the playoffs. You know, opening round by is one of the best teams in the National League. Things will set up nicely for this Dodgers team if they continue to take care of business here in the regular season. And then it comes October, you know, they got to get healthy. I mean, think about this Dodgers rotation. I don't want to look too far ahead, but think about the playoffs. Who, who's your top three or four starters in a series? What are you doing late in a game in a 3-2 game? You know, if your Dodgers are up three to two or four to three in a in a game in the seventh or eighth inning, are you looking ahead to Craig Kimbrell in the ninth inning? Is he your closer come October? What happens if you you know will Blake try to be healthy enough? I mean, these are all things that will play play out over the next six weeks. But certainly, health is a big thing for the Dodgers. Get healthy. Get these guys back. Get Bruce Dar Gratterall and Blake Trinan back. They need those two arms down there, and I I say it because they need. Some help late in games. It can't just be Evan Phillips in a tight situation. They're going to need trying in the ninth. Because I don't know if Craig Kimbrell is the guy you can rely upon to go out there and get an out 
get an inning, save a lead, crunch time. When the game is on the line, the series is on the line. At this point, how comfortable are you? Are you wanting to give the ball to Craig Campbell in the ninth inning? So a lot, a lot's going to happen here between now and the end of this season. And uh, certainly the biggest thing for the Dodgers, keep winning and get healthy. Get healthy as they go to October. I'm not worried about Trey Turner's contract by any means until after this season is over. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to your phone calls. Jose Moto will join us. Dodgers get the win tonight over the Minnesota Twins, 8-5. to five. David Price gets the win. Michael Fulmer, the loss, as the Dodgers hit three home runs in the game. They sweep the Twins. Now 44 games over 500 on this season. Your phone calls. Jose Moda next. You're on Dodger Talk on AM570 LA Sports. On air at AM570, online at am570lasports.com, and available by podcast on the iHeartRadio app. This is Dodger Talk. Now the 3-2. Huntsey drills it to right. If it stays there, it is... A home run down the line. Maybe three rows back, but Muncie remains red hot. Now in seven games, four home runs, eight runs batted in, and he's just given the Dodgers a one-to-nothing lead. Max Muncie goes deep. Dodgers hit three home runs in the game. Chris Taylor goes deep. Joey Gallo, a three-run home run. Daniels Jewelers home run forecast congratulates Joseph Placentia of Chino, who receives a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card just for playing for your chance to win a $50 gift card. So easy. Go to am570lasports.com. Keyword, home run. It's time to go around the horn with Jose Moda. All right, Jose, big win for the Dodgers tonight. And I was talking about it, the fact that uh, J- uh, not only Joey Gallo goes deep, but the, the home run for Max Muncie and the breakdown that I saw on MLB Network earlier today from Mark DeRosa. But I know you guys have been talking about it here on Dodger Talk for the last couple of weeks, the the new step that Max Muncie's got <laughs> with that left foot. And it's really seemed to be the big game changer in his approach at the plate. Oh, Timmy, no doubt about it. Um, I remember watching batting practice in Colorado and uh, doing the pregame show with David Vassay that series. And I went down, and I'm looking at Max Muncy taking BP, and I noticed something different mm-hmm. in his load-up. So I get a little closer, and I see that uh, his back leg is moving back. So then I'm like, okay, next day let me watch it again. And also let me watch it in the game if he's doing it. You mm-hmm. know, obviously when, when you're scuffling and you try something and it doesn't work that day, there's a lot of times when you abandon that plan. Mm-hmm. But he's he has stuck with it and, and is getting results. And in Colorado, he let a ball, some knows. Some were out, some were not. But we saw more consistency in just his load up. And I asked Max about it. And I went down and said, hey, Max, I noticed you're stepping back and tell me what, exactly what it does for you. And he goes, it just puts me in a better position to hit. Position I'm loading up, weight in one place, transfer the weight as you make the swing. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, having to create bat speed anymore. Or exit velocity is not a worry anymore. But um, I'm, I'm glad they caught on with that because um, – it's it's a difference maker, and you know uh, Jeff Bagwell used to do that, mm. Hall of Fame player. Uh, a lot of guys don't feel comfortable doing that. Sometimes um, it, a lot of hitting coaches don't even advise doing that. But I'm glad Max took it and is using it well, and is just allowing it to work. And sometimes when he takes his old fours or strikes out a couple of times, he sticks with the plan, and I think it's important. You know, and I'll, I'll point something out. Yesterday, before he hit home run against Ryan, mm-hmm. he hit a long, long fly ball 
full foul, okay? Mm-hmm. And about a month ago, you would have thought, well, Max Muncy right now, is they're going to go off speed. He's going to, you know, wail at it and flail and, and not keep the bat through the barrel. But he stuck right with that plan and, and hit the, the home run to right center field. Today, or tonight, against somebody he knows well and, and Sonny Gray from their days of the A's, he gets jammed bad on a, on a foul ball, okay? And they're in the same at bat. Mm-hmm. And you see a little smile, a little grin from both he and, and Sonny Gray saying, hey, I got you. But those are the things that used to kind of get him off a little bit on track where, he just, where he's thinking, well, if I just got jammed on a foul ball and, and ball went like to the Dodger dugout, I better be fast now. But no, <laughs> he is staying right with that plan. So we're seeing a different mindset is what I'm getting to in yeah. something that triggers the right thought right perspective, right movement, and obviously the right swing in the batter's box. Jose Moda is with us here on Dodger Talk as the Dodgers beat the Twins 8-5. to They've now won 10 in a row tonight. The bullpen picked up Ryan Pepio. The Dodgers hit three home runs, but the Dodgers, Jose, also had two huge, great defensive plays in the sixth inning from Trey Turner and Hanser Alberto. Oh, you talk about momentum changers. A lot of times, uh, you know, we talk about the offensive side sometimes in the first inning. You know, that's your momentum. Sometimes stopping the opposing team with the bases loaded in the first inning mm-hmm. without scoring, that's your momentum. To me, it was a defense today. Uh, the, the fact that the defense showed up, as is as pretty much throughout the season, the Dodgers are one of the more consistent teams also catching the baseball and preventing runs. Run prevention is big. Um, just to tell the offense and to tell the guys on the mound, we, we are – pretty much doing everything we can to give the offense the slight minimum window to go out there and do something for you. And they got it done. So beyond the routine plays that I know we pay attention to the routine plays more when they're not made, the spectacular plays do happen because guys are prepared. And, you know, the guys, the coaches do a tremendous job in sticking with the fundamentals and the basics. And every day you see the infielders taking care of just the slowest ground balls, staying with the body language and making sure there's muscle memory. So when these routine plays happen, you're on it. But also when the spectacular plays are ready to happen, you know how to react to them to make sure they turn into outs too. You know, Jose, I know Joey Gallo has been working hard before the game, early batting practice. They're bringing minor league pitchers over. Uh, he's part of sim games for Bruce Dark Gratterall and Blake Trinan. Get him as many at-bats as possible because he wasn't playing in those final weeks over with the New York Yankees. He hits the three-run home run tonight. Afterwards, you can you can tell, you know, he got asked a couple of times by the media and Kirsten, you know, is this the start of something big? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, who knows? You, you could just tell this guy has been just absolutely frustrated and maybe, just maybe, this is the, the thing that gets him going tonight. He needs he needs something. I mean, and I'm glad that things are showing for the best for him. I mean, in New York, it, it, just a Yankee stadium, he struck out half of the times, Oof. half of the at-bats in Yankee stadium. And you talk about pressure. You talk about just getting that weight off of your shoulders and then getting out of that environment where people are telling him, hey, right field is just right there, you know, 305, 312, <laughs> whatever it is. And that's in your mind all the time, and, and yeah. it changes your swing, it changes your perspective, and you get into certain counts, and you're not thinking about just seeing the ball, you think about all the pressure people are putting on you. So I'm glad to see him put the work in. In fact, um, the Dodgers have taken to do something that a lot of veterans don't get to do, which is to hit a lot of early BP against live pitching. And let me tell you, there's sometimes this, this line that you draw between veteran players and, and guys that have been around where you don't even cross that line. But with the Dodgers, it's all a simplicity thing of communication of saying, we're doing this to get you better. So you've seen Joey Gallo throughout this homestand, take it at bats against Brad All and trying and, and a couple of minor leaguers because they know how valuable he could be. And, and Tim, let me tell you one thing too is you go back to the Atlanta Braves, 
And you go back to the history of the Dodgers and, you know, Jack Peterson's of the world, but look at the Braves last season and the big swings of where they came out of. Mm-hmm. And when they got, obviously, Soler, people said, okay, great. Yeah, huh, great, great <laughs> name, whatever, right? Uh, Eddie Rosario, oh, yeah, great acquisition. You could you could have done better. And Jack Peterson, well, guy like Joey Gallo, when he's right, he can do a lot of damage. And trust me, because I saw it for many years against the Halos in that division. When this guy is on, he is on. And before he went to New York, by the way, he already had 25 home runs for the Rangers, yeah. and that's where they required him in New York. Yeah, and this is a guy who was just an all-star a year ago, an all-star in 19, a gold glove winner a year ago. So he's still got a lot left of the tank, only 28 years old. Hopefully, knock on wood, this guy can get it going yes. the rest of the season. Jose, appreciate it. Uh, great stuff with, with Max Muncy and the left foot, and hopefully the Dodgers can keep it going on Friday in Kansas City. Great job, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, there he goes. Jose Moda, 866-987-2570. Allie leaving Dodger Stadium. Probably home already by now. Allie, welcome to Dodger Talk. How you doing? Ali, hey, Ali, great. how you going? Doing great. Uh, we came uh, We came to celebrate my son's eighth birthday. We were at the game. Nice. It was awesome. Ali, did you, uh, Ali, did you get him a bobblehead? You know what? We left from Irvine, California. We left at 3.30. And we still didn't make it before the start of the game. So by the time wow. we got in, the bobbleheads were sold out. But we did find a nice gentleman towards the end of the game uh, that was able and willing to, you know, provide one of those bobbleheads at the right price. Well, I'm glad you got one, but unfortunately, at the the right price is not the one I want to hear. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's that's, that's all, unfortunate. That the well, man wouldn't just com- give it to comment, you. I had a comment and one question. So the comment was, I think we were talking about Max Muncie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to it's awesome to see him turn things around. You know, if Max really can get back to form, uh, and with Justin Turner, even right before he got injured, it seemed like he, Justin was uh, finding his groove as well. I just don't see a better lineup anywhere in the league if we, you know, especially with those two players turning around. So that's awesome to see. The the other comment or the question here is I I heard about Kimbrel uh, a little bit earlier, and mm-hmm. you know it's really hard for us to imagine Kimbrel closing out a very tight ninth inning. Yeah. I don't know if he's put up a clean inning in, in quite some time. Uh, do you, what, what's your thoughts about Dustin May when he comes back? Do you think that might be a solid option for us uh, towards the uh, towards the ninth inning and trying to convert him into a, a closer, at least for the back half of the season? Yeah, appreciate it, Ali. I'm glad you guys were able to get a bobblehead. Unfortunately, somebody made you pay for it uh, at the end of the game there. That's uh, the shame on that fan uh, for doing that. But uh, yeah, Dustin May, I, I don't think he's being brought back at this point to be that closer, to be that reliever. I think they've got other arms coming back and Bruce Dar Gratterall and Blake Trinan and, you know, others down the line maybe could be coming back to help this team, like a Tommy Canley, a Danny Duffy, who knows, Victor Gonzalez. But at this point, he's being built up to be a starter. He's in Oklahoma City, made a start last night. He's going to get one more before joining this Dodgers team on the next homestand. He's being built up to be a starter. He's being built up five innings, 75 pitchers. That's what they're looking to have him do here in the final six, seven weeks of the season is help be a contributor as a starter in this rotation. Because, again, don't know about Clayton Kershaw. Certainly don't know about Walker Bueller, who hasn't picked up a baseball yet. So with those two guys, question marks with six, seven weeks to go in the season, you have to start looking at Dustin May as a possible starter rather than a reliever. Dorothy, leaving the game tonight, probably home already. Dorothy, welcome. Did you get a bobblehead? I sure did. Nice! I sure did. And, and I had a wonderful time at the game, and I was so happy that uh, Joey Gallo hit a home run. I yeah. was just so happy for him. 
And my favorite player is Chris Taylor, so I was extremely happy for him, too. And it was just so much fun to be at the uh, game tonight. Uh, I just love the Dodgers, and I just wanted to uh, let you know that. Awesome. Dorothy, don't be a stranger. Make sure you call more often to Dodger Talk, please. (laughs) Thank you. All right. There she goes. Dorothy, appreciate it. Yeah, don't be a stranger, Dorothy. You're not going to bite. Dodgers tonight get some offense, get some defense, get some great bullpen pitching tonight from Alex Vestia, who, you know, had some control issues but got out of it. David Price, Evan Phillips, Chris Martin, certainly those three guys picked it up in the 6th, 7th, and 8th inning. Some home run, some great timely hitting to give him back in the game, and then the three-run home run from Joey Gallo to bust it open. Dodgers win it 8-5 to over the Twins. Jody leaving Dodger Stadium tonight, probably also home at this point. But, Jody, did you get a bobblehead? Got the bobblehead. Nice. Uh, someone announced in our uh, at our gate that we were the last section mm-hmm. that still had bobbleheads available. So it was kind of cool. But I, it was a hey, look. I, I love Dodger Stadium more than anyone on the planet. But it was one of those uh, two in Redondo, two hour drive there and about a thirty minute drive back. So um, textbook. That's kind of how things yep. work these days. But yep. uh, hey, look, ten game winning streak, seven hundred winning percentage. <laughs> uh, I want nothing more than Gallo to succeed here in L.A. Home run went over our head. Uh, but my thing, I went to the game tonight, mm. and I sat in the home run seats. I had no idea these things existed. Yeah. I, a friend of mine took me tonight. How long have these things been there? It's, been, it, it's right in front of the pavilion and right and left. And it was fantastic, man. One of the, I'm usually sitting, uh, I don't know, loge. First base, third base side, but yeah, uh, those, was, those are those are relatively experience. new. Had a great time tonight. Yeah, those are relatively new, Jody. Those came out to since the renovation post COVID. They they worked on the stadium and it was supposed to be ready for 2020 in the All Star game, and then they kind of took their time because there was no fans in the 2020 season. They redid that center field plaza, which is great. You can walk around. You can walk around the entire stadium now, and that was part of the renovation. Was those home run seats where they got rid of the entrance to the outfield was kind of coming up those steps behind the gate. That's no longer there. You enter from the backside of the pavilion and because that they added those couple rows of home run seats and those again came in after COVID and this is the second year they've had them so those are really cool I'm glad you got to experience that we were trying to figure out where the where the space came from so that makes complete sense but hey man what a great time it's it's been a just this whole last decade now that uh, Friedman and company have been there but it's been a just a great time to be a fan and we're ready to uh, hit the uh Pennant stretch. It's yeah. a great win tonight, great winning streak, great time to be a Dodger fan. No man. doubt Thank about you. it. Just need to get healthy here in the final six weeks. Jose, our final call. Jose left the game. I'm sure you're home by now. Did you get a bobblehead, Jose? Yes, Tim. Nice. Got a bobblehead. Nice. All right. What'd you think of the game Andy, tonight? It was good. It was good. Ten wins in a row. Yeah, ten in a row. They've won uh, what 32. Of 37, they're 17-3 since the All-Star break. What's your big question? What's your big, I guess, worry the final six, seven weeks of the season here, Jose, as they get ready for October? Anything? Yes, my concern is this. We're going to make the playoffs. I see Julio Rias being the number one starter. Mm-hmm. Me and my son were having this debate. Let's say we need a game clinching three outs. Mm-hmm. Let's say we don't trust Kimbrough. Mm. Do you see Urias jumping in like Kershaw, mm. like Scherzer, like Bumgarner in the ninth inning and saving the game? Uh, I would find that – no, I, I don't think so. Jose, I appreciate the phone call. I don't think so. I think this bullpen is too deep. 
I think they've got too many arms they trust down there. And I think once they get healthy with the additions of Blake Trinan, and then you throw in, you know, obviously the return of Bruce Dark Gratterall. And again, think about the postseason. You limit the starting pitchers down to what, a four-man rotation, three-man rotation. If that's the case, whoever the odd man is out of the rotation, and I'm not going to just throw out a name. Let's say it's Dustin May. Let's say Dustin May, when everybody's healthy and back in October, Dustin May is the guy who's not going to be a starter in the in the postseason. Well, uh, I don't know. There's a 100-mile-an-hour fastball and a guy who can give you uh, extended innings and have a bullpen in relief or can come in there and, and pitch a batter to batter. I mean, that's a great arm and a weapon to have in the postseason. What, what about having a Tyler Anderson who started the season as a piggyback to Tony Gonsolin and now has th- won 13 games on the season as a starter? I mean, what happens if he becomes a reliever in the postseason? I'm just throwing those two guys' names out just for just for the sake of throwing them out, not to say that's going to happen or they're not going to be in the rotation because who knows at this point. The injuries to, to Clayton Kershaw and the, the big question marks surrounding Walker Bueller between now and October, we got to figure out these guys are going to be healthy. Are they going to be good to go? Are they going to answer the bell when it comes October and the postseason comes? Are they going to be ready to help out this Dodgers team? At this point, you just don't know because neither are healthy. All right, that's going to do it for post-game Dodger Talk. Many thanks to Colin Yee for all his help tonight. Thanks to all you Dodger fans for being a part of the show. Glad everybody got a bobblehead, even though one of them had to buy it from another Dodger fan. Come on, just give it to him. Ugh, that bothers me. We're back at it on Friday. I'll have off-night Dodger Talk tomorrow night as the Dodgers will be traveling to Kansas City tomorrow. Another off day, day to rest, get ready for a seven-game road trip, three in Kansas City, then four in Milwaukee against the Brewers. We'll get it all started with Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck Friday at 4 o'clock, 5-10 first pitch. Tony Gonsolin in search of his 14th win of the season. Have a great rest of your Wednesday night. Be safe out there. Coming up next, the Ben Maller Show right here on AM570 LA Sports. So long, everybody.